What's up, guys? Welcome back to Overhaul. Right off the bat, I've got a story for you guys. I went over to uh, the UC Berkeley campus to go focus on my writing. Um, I like to go to that library to get you know work done or reading done. It's a nice, quiet, focused place. There's other students there that are normally very focused, and, and it helps me get concentrated. I thought about going to my my local library because the UC Berkeley campus is like almost 30 miles away from my house, but uh, it was closing at 6 o'clock, so I decided I might as well just go. Plus, I don't know, there's something about other students being there that are studying that helps me focus um, that extra amount. So I, you know, I, I go to the campus, I enter the library, um, and I start writing. And man, are the ideas flowing. I'm getting, I'm getting the ideas right on the page. This brainstorm is definitely a storm. And so I write, I write, I write, I, I, I write about the characters, I write about the setting, the subject, and then I take a bit of a pause for a second. And I, uh, I start hearing like screams, like one or two screams, then, then more like four or five. And it's mostly girls. And, and so you'd expect uh, maybe something's going on right outside the library. There's a space outside the library where a lot of students like to hang out they'll do picnics and they'll they'll have like their blankets on the on the grass and they'll just hang out so i was just assuming that someone's playing some sort of game and people are just screaming um but uh the screams start becoming more intense and there's more of them and people start looking up around me like the students who are studying they start looking up and they're they're laughing like that it's like oh, i wonder what's going on why is everyone screaming why is it so loud we're trying to study here and you hear, we start hearing pops. You hear pop, and then pop, pop. And then these pops start becoming more intense. You hear pop, 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 pop. And the screams are becoming more intense. And I thought to myself at first, like, are they, are they making firecrackers go off or something? And then... I look behind me and like a wave, I see students leaving the, the big tables, um, the, the library tables, and they start running towards the center trying to find an exit. And it clicked in my mind immediately like, oh, this can't be happening. This can't be freaking happening right now. And and so I I grab my stuff. I grab my books and my bag and and and. Along with some of the other students, I, I start um, making my way towards one of the exits that people were trying to get out of. Uh, I stayed low, and uh, I got to the edge of the area. It was crowded down the center aisle. People were, were trying to get out this one exit. People were pushing each other. It was like a, a real bottleneck. It was very, very narrow, that, that doorway. So... Students were pushing. They were. They were. They were panicking, and and people were asking, like, "What's going on? Going on? What's going on?" And I, I, I told the students who were around me, "Hey, look, this could be a shooting. We've, we just, just stay low. We've got to, we've got to get out of here." And and one guy was like, "Well, I gotta get my stuff." I'm like, "Dude, that's not important right now. We've got to get out." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right." And 
it, it's just all this commotion. You hear some glass start breaking outside, and for some reason, this this bottleneck isn't getting any. Uh, you know, it's not it's not getting unclogged. Like people are just pushing and shoving each other, and it's like this battle for survival. I start hearing. I start hearing a guy just yelling and and he sounded angry and I thought, oh, that's the guy. That must be the guy because he sounded like he was chanting something uh, indignant and he almost sounded like he was crying. And I thought to myself, in that moment, I thought to myself, I might not make it out of this alive. Like this could be the last moment of my entire life. But I stayed calm. I stayed calm. I tried to assess the situation. And while I was ducking, I would look under the seats to try and see if I could see the guy. And I saw nothing. I just heard the voice. And so I realized he hadn't come into our room yet. Uh, but these people were trying to get out. And and uh, finally, I, I look at what's going on. And, and the the students that were trying to get out through that exit, it was a balcony. It was a balcony, and there was there was there was broken glass uh, on on that balcony, and people were stepping all over it, and it was such a such a hazardous situation, and people were freaking out, and and um, so I decided, you know what, this isn't going to work. This is the balcony. This is this is a death trap. So I make my way to the side, I, you know, crouching low, looking out to see what's going on. I, I went to the the the, the door. The uh, this is the door that's adjacent. So they people were trying to exit through the center aisle, and that was the dead end where there was a balcony. So I I was trying to exit the way I came in, while checking each of my corners to see where this guy could be, and uh, it was, the coast was clear. I went down and I I, I made it to the staircase. Looked. You know, peeked around the corner, didn't see anything, luckily, started walking down. I saw students in front of me that were peeking to see if the if the entrance was was safe to exit from. And uh, I went downstairs and, and, and uh, coast was clear. And then all of a sudden I stop and people are make are, are like talking like, oh, dude, it's it's just a club. They were just popping balloons outside for a competition. And I'm like, God damn it man why would you do that <laughs> so it, all it was was people <laughs> the whole thing was was just an uh a freaking it was it was a false alarm like people were just popping balloons outside and they were yelling because they were losing the game and you know and i forgot to add the detail so the the balcony that everyone was crowded around some guy had actually jumped off of that balcony Granted, it was a two-story building, but he had jumped off. I found this out after the fact. So um, I climbed back upstairs to go let the other people know that, you know, it's this is a false alarm. There's nothing wrong. So I go in and I tell people, hey, look, it's don't worry. This is not this is not what you think it is. There's no shooter. There's no gun. Um, and then I go to the balcony and I see all the people. They're they're still freaked out. They're trying to hide in the bal in the balcony. And 
uh, you know, you hear the gl- glass crunching and I tell them, Hey, look guys, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong. And, and then, so they clear the way they come back in and there was a guy who was getting ready to jump off the balcony. He was on the other side of the railing off of the balcony. I'm like, dude, no, don't, just get back up. But someone had, I did not know that someone had already jumped off. We found out after the fact, there's a bunch of police that came into the library and were looking for the guy who had jumped off. That guy just went he he jumped off the balcony, landed thankfully safely. He came back around to the entrance and got right back to studying. <laughs> like unbelievable, man! You just jumped off a, a balcony and you you come back and you're like, all right, business as usual. Guess there's not a shooting. I'm gonna get back to studying. Get let's get this deadline in. Um and and so he he the police were, were like, hey, look guy why the flip did you jump off and and he gets up and he's like limping like oh dude and he had blood on his white jeans i'm like dude that's bad i can't believe he jumped off the freaking balcony but i guess i guess that was the only way if he stayed on that balcony and there was a shooter they all would have been doomed man but that was just one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me uh, like, like, and of all days, it's the days I, it's the day that I decided to go to UC Berkeley to go do, um, a study session, um, in the library, just a freaking nightmare come to life, man. I, I just, it was possibly one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me as well as one of the most like potentially perilous, um, crazy time i really got to see people panic people were panicking for their lives they were pushing each other they were ready to to put someone else in the way to to save themselves like i really got to see a little bit of like true human nature in a crisis situation that was insane that was crazy um and i I hope no one has to go through that but i i know situations like that have happened in the past and it's 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 very very scary for a lot of people um but yeah that happened i was at the gym recently well of course i was at the gym uh, and i went and uh you know i was i was about to do my bicep curl and uh i saw someone's water bottle they'd left there uh it was actually a coffee cup with a bunch of ice in it and uh, I grabbed it, and I knew whose it was because I saw the guy who was on it before me. And so I went over to him, and uh, I gave it to him. And then he takes out his headphones, and he says, you know, I got a quick question for you. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, so I'm being pulled into a conversation. Usually I'm the one pulling people into conversations. And he goes, uh, he asks, whatever happened to that girl you were talking to? And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that me talking to someone at the gym, someone else at the gym was a theatrical performance for everybody to watch. I didn't realize other people were watching or that they even cared. But clearly, some people do. I told him I got turned down. I told him that I was told that I could only be friends with her. And that was that. And uh, 
and then he told me about how he's talked to some of the women at the gym and they just all happen to be lesbian oh great what a phenomenal thing to happen so all of them are lesbian <laughs> or were they made lesbian when uh, he decided to ask them out I don't know but uh, it was an interesting thing to realize is that other people will be watching me talk to other people. Uh, probably not just me. They probably watch everybody. But I thought that was pretty strange. But also cool. I, I'm glad that he brought that up. Uh, and I got to be... I got to relive my embarrassment twice. I recently finished working at my at my job I had the it was the last day of my contract I interviewed multiple times to get a get an extension and I didn't get it uh, and that's okay uh, I think it was important for me to move on and now I can spend more time doing uh, a lot more writing so uh, it's been nice I've been spending a lot of time just focusing and I think a lot of that focus comes from the lessons I've learned from some of the books that I've been reading. I've read uh, Deep Work and also A World Without Email from uh, Cal Newport. And he talks about specific strategies on how to manage my time in a way where I can just spend chunks of time just focused on one thing. So two hours or three hours, maybe even four, just focused on one thing and knock that out or make tons of progress on it and it's worked phenomenally like I don't do anything else I'm not allowed to do anything else in that block of time that I've scheduled to do this specific work other than the work that I scheduled to do and it works because I'll just sit there you know if I don't if I can't continue I just sit there and then and then all of a sudden an idea will pop up and then I can go ahead and tackle it and 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 that has been a revelation for me. I've never been able to focus like that in my life. And that explains a lot of the lack of success I've had early on in my in my school years. I did really poorly in school because I just couldn't focus. I would always procrastinate. I would never get my work done. And um, even when I would procrastinate, when it came time to actually do the work, I couldn't focus. And so then I wouldn't even get the work done. And so I did awful in school, but now I really have so much confidence that I that it could do well, and that's why I am going back to school. I am going to study film and television, and and really try and make something of myself. This period of um, focus has allowed me also to start writing jokes again, and that's something I haven't done in a long time. You know, I you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to write jokes today, and you just never do it. Now I'm actually doing it. I have a piece of paper. I write down exactly what I'm going to do for the day, and and I and I make it happen. If it if, and it's flexible. It's not like I have to do the scheduled item at that exact time, and I can't move it. No, it's very flexible. If I, if something comes up, I can move it over, and uh, work on. Uh, the, the urgent thing and then go back to what I needed to work on. So this is kind of, this is working for, not kind of, it is working for me and it's working really well and I'm enjoying that. And reading has been a big part of uh, my life in the past couple months. I've been able to read seven books already in 2022 and that has been really, really enjoyable. Like I'm really enjoying reading. I don't get bored. Also, 
with the writing that I've been doing, I've just that focus. I've writing, been writing a screenplay and also been writing jokes, and it just feels fulfilling to be creative. And you know, it's it's cool. And I'm not even able to drive Lyft because I got into an accident, and so my car still needs to get fixed. I'm unemployed indefinitely. Um, but maybe that might be a good thing if I can use this month to just focus on writing my screenplay and writing my jokes and get back into stand up, then that would be exactly what I wanted. And if I can, you know, focus on day trading, cause I've been doing awfully in that as well. I haven't been focusing. And so this, this newfound focus is nice. Granted at times I do feel lonely. Uh, and I don't think it's because of that. I think the loneliness was always a thing, but I would always distract myself by going and doing something else. Um, but now with this newfound focus, I truly believe I can build up some skills that are that'll actually accumulate and make me feel more fulfilled because I haven't felt fulfilled in a long time, even these past six months. Like there's a lot of good that I am doing, but it just doesn't feel good enough. Uh, and I'm not just saying that. It's because I'm not seeing results in, in the things that I want to get good at. So this has been a nice time. Um, and Cal Newport, uh, he's a professor of computer science over at Georgetown. And he's uh, he got, he's got seven books. I've read five of them already um, just because I enjoy them so much. And they have such great advice. Um, I Yeah, it's been good. Uh, Monday night, though, I got to play uh, Glow in the Dark, Capture the Flag. And honestly, it's so much fun. Like, I played with a couple friends, and it's, you know, we do it at a park down in San Jose, and it's very dark. There's some lights around, but mostly dark. And, uh, you know, and I'm in great shape right now, so I can run around uh, endlessly, and I'm just laughing. Like, people are chasing me with their... Well, we have pool noodles that are also lit up, and they're trying to whack me with them. But I, I'm just too quick, man, and I'll and I'll unintentionally like taunt them too, dude. When I if it comes to athletic activity, I become so arrogant. Like I just start like trash talking, and it's just like, where did that come from? Because that's not part of my personality. Like uh, when someone will start chasing me, I'm like, you you really think you could catch me? Like I will literally say that. Uh, and it comes off so disrespectful, but it's true, though. They can't catch me. Granted, we played Foxes and Hounds, which is like the reverse of hide-and-seek. So everyone is supposed to find the the one or two people. Um, and uh, it's like, uh, it's a lot of fun because you're trying to outrun so many different types of, so many different people. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a good time. It's been a good time. Um, I was, I was filling gas though the other day and this happened to me the second time I was filling gas and some guy pulls up right next to me and he goes, Hey, can you help me out? I'm like, uh, yeah, what, what do you need? And he pulls out a gold chain. He pulls out like, and he's wearing a bunch of gold and he pulls out a ring as well. He's like, well, you know, I'm from Dubai. I kind of need some help. I'm like, uh, I've been through this before. You are, you should be ashamed of yourself for trying to fool people like that. Uh, basically, the last time it happened, some guy 
like he was asking for money and I was happy to just give him money but then he started pushing his jewelry onto me like ask, then begging me for more money I'm like dude what is wrong with you and he, this guy has kids too both of them have kids so these guys are using children as a bargaining chip like how sinister can you get and they're trying to fool people by giving them uh, what looks like gold. Obviously, it's fake gold. And they're like, well, I'm from Dubai. You know, like I've got a lot of money. I've got a lot of positions. Uh, I need money urgently, you know, because someone stole my wallet. And then here, I'll give you this gold that you can sell at a pawn shop. Meanwhile, I just need a couple dollars, you know, to make it the next night. And it's so stupid. It makes me so angry. Like, I I really should have gotten out of my car and gotten that guy's face and been like, you should be freaking ashamed of yourself because you have a child in your car and you're doing this right now. Like, that's unbelievable. Um, but I didn't. I just said, hey, dude, someone's already done this to me. Just leave me alone. And he left. But it's crazy that people would do that. The first guy that did it to me, though, at my local gas station was, like, begging me, and he was crying. I'm like, dude, this is gross. Like, you ever, like, he totally blew his cover when he was begging so much, too. It's like, why, like, why? And and so he gave me the gold chain, and I was stupid enough to, like, think about it. I'm like, huh, I, I don't want this gold chain. I didn't try and take it from him, but he just shoved it into my hands and closed my fist. Um... And and I so I I I took it to uh, like a like a pawn shop and I was like, hey, this is probably not real gold, but I didn't say that. I was like, uh, is this real gold? And they're like, nah, it's gold plated. I'm like, ah, oh, I figured, because why would anyone do that? But yeah, it's a terrible scam. I don't like it. Uh, I don't think people should do that. But yeah, that was uh, that was a frustrating realization that that people will go out and do that with children i don't even know if it's their children it, i i don't know if it's worse if they're doing it with someone else's children or their own children but uh that that was that was crazy um i've been i've been uh, like angry lately i like i've been tackling life with a vengeance like i really want to prove something to myself i want to prove the world that i can do something incredible but at the same time like it stems from rejection man i've been rejected so many times but it comes from jobs girls friends like i like i've faced not nothing but rejection but for, but for the most part for the overwhelming majority of things i've faced and i'm continuing to face a lot of rejection and I, ah, man, I just am, mm, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of rage in me. And so I'll work out and I'll be just, I'll be very angry, which is new. Like, I'm usually very calm when I'm working out, but pumped up kind of calm. But now I'm like the angry kind of working out. Like, I'm trying to to prove something. And uh, I, I was, you know, you know, I don't know if you've done this before, but... Like, I was doing leg press, uh, you know, because my legs, you know, not only are they made of diamond and platinum, they're just, they're, they're the rarest type of mineral because they're so hard um, because I worked on them so much. But that's besides the point. So I'm, so I'm leg pressing like 295 pounds and like 
I I got done with that, and I'm like, I'm hyped. I'm angry and hyped, and I and I and I just get the blood pumping. And then as I'm about to go to the paper towel to clean the machine, I almost black out. Like I, my body, like my my body shut down. And then as I was falling, I woke back up. Uh, you ever felt that before? Like you'll feel a lot when you get up quickly from laying down, or you'll get up quickly from sitting down. But I felt it from just uh, getting up from the leg press machine. It wasn't because of the leg press, but it was because I was so hyped uh, and angry. And the blood all rushed to my brain and then out of it immediately. I almost fell. But, uh, yeah, and I also am continuing to work on the podcast. Uh, I really got to get these people on, man. It's hard to schedule these, but I'm going to figure out a more efficient way. One of the books that I read, uh, A World Without Email by Cal Newport, it talks about how exactly I could... Um, streamline that scheduling and so I'm going to try and get more people on the pod and this podcast has been popping, It's we're getting more and more listens and uh, I've been consistently uploading and uh, it's been quite satisfying but uh, I guess I'll leave you guys with that uh, this, was, uh, this was a short one but uh, I'll get more people on alright guys peace